joining me for what I guess I'll call the second season of Quartex. This is episode number 16. Today I'll be reading Raphael Bob Waxberg's Does Marge Have Friends? It's a poem in 15 tweets. It'll be read on Monday, September 10th. I found this poem on Twitter, uh, and this is classic, original-flavored Twitter when you had a limitation of 140 characters. So essentially, each tweet makes up a short stanza, usually no longer than four lines in length, although they're not broken into lines. I enjoy this poem because it plays with pop culture in a way that I think is really interesting. It asks questions about our experiences and our intimate relationships, but it does so in the context of a long-running animated sitcom where the interactions between the characters after one episode are totally forgotten, for the most part, as soon as the next episode airs. Each one is individual. It's not a serialized show with ongoing storylines. And so, as a result, the relationships that the characters have between one another, they never really accumulate. You don't have long-developed friendships. You have friendships that either exist or do not exist. They either always have or never will be. And in the case of secondary characters, it asks some really challenging questions. Because if we think of them as human beings, and their relationships are only secondary and immediately forgotten, it seems to suggest really difficult things about the relationships that we have similarly. So let's, let's get to the poem before we spend too much more time talking about it. Here it is. Does Marge Have Friends? A poem in 15 tweets. Who are Marge's friends? Is Helen Lovejoy a friend? Sarah Wiggum? Agnes Skinner? To whom does Marge spill her secrets over coffee on cold days? Who laughs at Marge's jokes? Who knows Marge truly and well? Who tells Marge to leave the brute, knowing she won't? You don't have to stay. You deserve so much more. Who, on a morning walk, sees a tall blue bush, texts a photo to Marge? This made me think of you. Surely not Lenny or Kirk, or Luann. Did Marge mourn Maud Flanders? Late nights at the kitchen table staring at her own hands, is she haunted still by her absence? Does she see in her late neighbor a cautionary tale, seldom remembered semi-anonymous Maud? Could this fate too befall Marge? Perhaps once, at a summer barbecue, when both were still alive, Maud grabbed Marge's hand under the table and held tight. What prompted this sudden connection, this sudden expression of, what was it, warmth? The two weren't close acquaintances, sure, had they ever even hugged. And yet here they were, holding hands, silently, secretly, while their children shrieked and their husbands grilled the hot dogs. One night, Marge couldn't sleep. The linens hung to dry in the yard, flapping in the wind with unprecedented accent. Marge wandered into the night, a fleck of yellow and a blanket of white stars, and she felt, as she often did, alone. 
Marge felt the sharp grass on her feet, the breeze on her face. Over the fence, she saw Maud, pale as a sheet, her eyes wet with tears. Marge looked to her. Maud? And Maud shook her head. And Maud whispered this. It's not the calm before the storm that frightens me. It's the calm that follows. So, for those who don't follow Simpsons, who haven't seen that show, Maud Flanders was a recurring secondary character, the neighbor of Marge and Homer Simpson in the Simpson family. And at one point in the show, there was, I believe, a hurricane or a large storm or tornado, something similar, and it devastated the Flanders house, the Simpsons' neighbor's house. And it left Ned Flanders and his two boys without a mother. It killed Maud, which was astonishing. It was unprecedented. This is a, a show where every episode might as well be the same day with new events. And at that point, Fox and the team behind The Simpsons made a choice to permanently change the fabric of the show by killing a main character, killing a woman, and seemingly doing so to affect that dynamic of who Ned was and how that community responded. Now, it's worth noting that this is not entirely dissimilar from the kind of violence scene toward women in film and TV and things, where you have an act against a woman so that we can see a change happening in the people around them. Uh, this is sometimes called fridging. Now, what's interesting here is that this poem really sits on the idea of Marge as similarly alone, similarly almost disposable and overlooked, because I mean, the stars of the show are Homer and Bart and uh, Maggie sometimes, even the pets sometimes get more hilarity and focus than Marge does, although there have certainly been episodes that really ruminated on her, that spent some time with her and who she was. But the poem's accurate. We don't see her with friends and developing relationships. We don't see her as a person with an identity outside of the home. We sometimes see her as a person, as an individual identity, but not one that is surrounded by warmth. That warmth has to come from her family. And so the question of who her friends are is telling, especially when you consider the loss of this woman, this neighbor, Maud. And the, the poem alludes to the event that took Maud away. It talks about Marge wandering into the night and the linen flapping with unprecedented accent, possibly the winds that would bring that storm that would kill Maud. And what I really enjoy here is the idea that in this show, where so many characters are disposable and one-off, we are kind of left wondering, like, why don't they matter more? Why can't these losses be more meaningful to others? Because the show does present Ned as a sympathetic character, having lost his wife. We see him suffer for many episodes in being a single father at least until the show decides that that's not 
fun enough and he goes back to being a heel for Homer Simpson or maybe Homer is the heel for Ned but in looking at Maud so carefully I think we have the effect of looking at our own relationships as well this is a, a silly show that has wildly impractical punchlines and jokes and there's no sense of real reality here and yet this poem considers the possibility that the people around us can be overlooked the people that we love can be needy and needful and not being satisfied and that the people that are on the periphery of our experience our neighbors our classmates they might have wild massive impacts and should on our lives and maybe we're ignoring that maybe we're not giving them their due what's also interesting about this poem is it presents a hypothetical situation it suggests what if Maud was this person for Marge? It, that maybe Marge did see Maud as a cautionary figure, which suggests that maybe Marge is similarly replaceable. That despite having the love of a family and a central point in this show and our lives, maybe she can also disappear from the stage, from the center of the screen so that we can see what happens to the people around. And that's an anxiety that I think many have felt. I know that I have felt that. I've certainly wondered if people around me wouldn't be better off for my absence, or if I was even valuable to those people. And on the same token, it, it seems to decide that not only should this be a hypothetical friendship that exists, but at some point it's literally the case it, ha it suggests Maud grabbing Marge's hand, and there's this feeling of urgency, and then it treats this as an event that has occurred. It asks what prompted this sudden connection. It notes that they weren't even close, so why would this even be happening right now? Have they ever even hugged? It's odd to imagine a situation within a show that has never existed, and then treat it as something that must have existed. Is that an example of maybe asking questions that we do? The kind of hypotheticals, oh, maybe I should have been there for her. I wish we had been closer. And when we have those kind of explorations, when we imagine what could have been and consider them honestly and earnestly, that does allow us to learn from them. It does allow us to think about how things may have been different and try to make choices that can affect us in the same way that actual events can affect us. Ultimately, this is a poem that manages to play with something that is wildly silly. Just the very question, does Marge have friends? To take that seriously is not something we would expect. And to do so in the sequence of 15 tweets seems similarly silly, an exercise just simply to have the exercise. And yet, I think this is an enjoyable poem. It certainly has more meaning for those who have the context of The Simpsons, but it does allow us to ask questions. It does allow us to consider who are the people around us that we've ignored, and are we as easily ignored and replaceable as they may be to us? We'll be reading Does Marge Have Friends? A poem and 15 tweets on September 10th, 
2018. If you enjoy this podcast, have suggestions, or would like me to direct an eye toward a particular poem or poetic device, leave a comment on lightandteaches.com. The content of this podcast is used under Copyright Law Chapter 1, Section 110 as a companion to in-class instructional activities and ownership of these texts remain with their stated authors. Thank you for joining me for episode 16 of this podcast. I hope that between now and the next time you hear from me, you discover and savor a few things that you yourself find quite excellent.